Okay, well, this is happening. It's sad to me that women should feel bad about wanting to have a fuckboy. It's, it's like taking the nicest poop you've had and putting it back in. Sit on my face. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I may or may not have daddy issues. <laughs> but we have mommy issues. I am a unique man! And I deserve nothing but the best. Hello, and welcome to John and Women by John Who Don't Know Women. I'm John. Uh, Adam can't be here today, so I'm hijacking the show. Um, which might not be the best choice of words, uh, given the recent events in the world. But regardless, today uh, we're talking about sex parties. My friend Katie comes by to uh, talk to me about that, uh, which she has quite a bit of experience with. Adam's not here for the interview either, so um, yeah, this is one of the first interviews I had ever done I, I when I listen back to it I hear um like a smooth experienced woman on one end and just a caffeinated lunatic on the other just like what's the fucking craziest thing that ever happened at these parties dude but uh you know you might hear it differently uh you know everybody has their own subjective experience of life so um you don't need me to tell you anymore here's my conversation with katie I was probably 15 or 16 and I went to this dance competition and I was like fuck this I'm never doing this again it's was super stressful Uh, yeah it was terrible and I didn't dance very well um and I was like yeah I'm never gonna do it again and now I'm a professional dancer (laughs) (laughs) um that that's that's like a, I think that's a common thing a lot of people say with that type of like music performance or like dance perform dance competition dance performance anything like that like the first time you get out it's it's kind of humiliating in a way because like yeah. you're stressed out and you're nervous and then you're always gonna choke a little bit when you do that so then you're not gonna dance your best anyway and then your best the first time you go is still gonna be probably pretty shitty compared to like everybody else who's been like competing already so it's yeah. like it's I think a lot of people do get discouraged after that and say, I'm never going to do it again, and then they don't. But, like, you probably, like, you love dance. Yeah, right? Like, I do. you fucking love it. It's, like, part of who you are. I can't not do it, yeah. So it's, like, that, yeah, that, I think that that's, 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 like, a common thing of, of people who, if, 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 you, if you were, if you were so easily discouraged by going to one dance competition <laughs> and, like, feeling, like, you know, feeling a little embarrassed because, like, you didn't dance. But every, there's so many other people on the floor anyways. People yeah. aren't even really looking at you as much as you thought that they were. You know? I was, like, one of three people on the floor. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know shit. I don't know about these stuff. All right. Uh, so, you know, yeah. they're, uh... Because my division was, like, super small. It's oh, okay. Like 15. Uh-huh. It's the same way, though. Um, here's a nice transition. I felt the same way about um, my first orgy. I went to my first orgy and I was fucking terrified. I 
just I didn't know anybody. I uh, you didn't know anybody. No, no, I knew one person. <laughs> I knew one person. Like, how did you? Know? Just, hey, we're having an uh, Okay. Well, that's kind of yeah. how it happened. Um, I was on OkCupid, and some guy messaged me, and we spoke for a couple of months, and he was pretty cool, and you spoke through okay cupid yeah maybe not a couple of months but maybe like a month okay um i was how old was i 19 20 yeah i was 20 i think um okay cupid's been like in action for yo i was on okay cupid like i'm so i'm like i'm embarrassingly new to online dating for like my age okay cupid's been a while for been around for a while okay yeah Um, Okay, so keep going. Okay, so uh, I was talking to this guy online, and his profile was that he was married. Um, So I knew right off the bat that he's married. Um, But he seemed cool, and he's like, hey, there's this sex party. You seem pretty cool. You want to go? And I thought to myself, wow, that's like a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know? Uh, And... I already knew at this point that I was interested in sexuality. I was interested in studying it. Um, and I thought this would be a great, like, research tool. This would be a great way to get first-hand experience about, um, I don't know, sex, I guess. Yeah. I, whatever. Right. Uh, I didn't know. I, didn't, I had no idea what I was getting into. And um, so I drove an hour myself you you had never had you ever had like a threesome or anything by this time yeah 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 yeah. um and so i drove an hour to this place and i parked my car across the street from this house it's supposed it was a house right somebody's house party and i sat in my car and it's like not it was it was in like dorchester which is like not a good area and um i was really nervous and I was watching as people go into the house. And, like, you can tell, you know, like, somebody's, like, looking for numbers. You know, you can tell the people are looking for the house. And I was sitting in my car, and I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. What the fuck am I doing? I'm, like, 19 years old, female, single, uh, going to a random person's house. In Dorchester. In Dorchester for a sex party. Actually, I couldn't do it. I drove home. Oh, Okay. So, uh, so you just like you just like sat in the I car, sat in the like car and watching I, people go in, and yeah. you're like, all right, this is too and much. I just, and then, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I thought you know, there's a point where it's like risking, you know, um, taking risks and and being afraid, and there's there's a line between that and like I'm doing something really stupid, right? And I didn't like I could have very easily been like abducted, and you know, you never know. Yep. So uh, I drove home. And I talked to online, and I saw that I had I'd seen how this guy that I had been talking to went into the house, and so I I now knew what he looked like. I knew that he existed, and you know, uh, so I went home and I talked to him online, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it." So he's like, "That's cool, whatever." Um, a couple of weeks later, he's like, "There's another party you want to go?" And I was like, "Okay, but I'm bringing somebody with me." He's like, "Yeah, that's fine." So I called up the only person that I knew who would be remotely interested in this type of thing and it was my very first boyfriend who I hadn't talked to in maybe a year or so. 
so, so that you hadn't talked to him in a year and you just call him up and say like, hey, yeah, I'm, uh, I got invited to sex yeah. party, but like, <laughs> pretty much, you know, uh, how's your mother? Would you like to come with me? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and so, and he said, yeah, sure. So we we go to this party. It's in the same house. Uh, do you, do you, did do you arrive like totally sober? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So we walk. We're the first ones there. <laughs> Awkward. Um, yeah, we got chips and dip on the table. Yeah. Do they, do they, do they yeah. have that? They, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So um. So you walk in and you know we're the first ones there. Whatever. We're just like mingling with the host. Um, and, you know, people start trickling in and, and everybody's sort of making a small talk and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, oh my God, I'm like, these people are going to be naked. Am I going to be naked with these people? You know, what's going to happen? Anyways, I don't really remember, um, how the transition went, but bam, we're all naked. Everybody's (laughs) like, I don't know, making out with each other, fingering each other, whatever, anything and everything. Uh, and I was just like, I was really tense because I don't know these people. Um, you have like people like kind of coming up in like an offering stance and then like, what, then what are you, then like, what are you yeah. doing? Are you like, um, <laughs> I remember standing there and like, there was like three people who wanted to like do stuff with me. And I was like, I get, uh, sure. I get, I, sh- I don't know. Okay. Um, and I remember thinking, like, where are the fucking cameras? Because it's so surreal that this stuff actually happens. Uh, like, I was in college at this point. Like, this shit doesn't happen in college, you know? Right. And I thought, like, if, if it's not crazy enough to happen in college, then, oh my God. Um, <clears throat> it was, like, right out of a 70s movie. I don't know, like, what I imagined the 70s were. It's just, like, <laughs> sex and drugs and alcohol all the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, there were no drugs and there was very little alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how what, I'm I'm curious like what do the people look like like are they are these like are they attractive people in general are they like I'm un- not gonna answer that question. Um, that's a hard question to answer because everybody's that's a very subjective answer. Like everybody's. Yeah, I mean, um, in your opinion, in, in in your in your opinion, it's it's you know. I guess. I mean, it's hard to answer. So one of the reasons I'm hesitating is that, yeah. like, if I'm like, if I say like, oh, they're not attractive, and then somebody from this group of people hears this podcast, and then be like, oh, she doesn't think anybody's attractive. You know what okay, I mean? Like, okay. So, okay. 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 So, so, so I'm like. Okay. So you're you don't want to say, but generally they're not the most attractive. No. No. Around. I don't. No. 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 I don't. <laughs> there are some people who I don't know. I. They can be. It's not. I want I want to shy away from, yeah, yeah, from that, talking about okay like, yeah yeah oh yeah individual from, yeah yeah that's that, that that's totally fine the only reason I ask is just because like when I when I picture it I just assume an orgy is going to be le- generally less attractive people and, and and that's just that's just my uh, that's just yeah you know that's again I'm I'm totally ignorant to this yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean I've I've seen I've seen like the fake. Uh, reenactions of orgies and right. porn. That's that's literally my the extent of my my knowledge of. Uh, I'm like, there's uh, no way they can all be fucking attractive people. Well, in terms of like, ha- like things that happen at an orgy, sure. I'm. Um, 
maybe I, I don't know. I don't watch orgy porn, so I don't know what right. that's like. Um, Basically, I assume that like most of the women are gonna be pretty attractive, and the men are just gonna be a total smorgasbord uh, no, of, that's, of their no, looks. I I don't think that's an accurate assessment. Um, there's a mix. There are a couple pretty like very attractive people, and there are some not so attractive. Okay, people. so it's like it's like a, it's like a, just like a normal bar. Like you go like a normal bar, but everybody's yeah. naked. Yeah, everybody's naked. Sure. Everybody had a special invitation to be here. Okay, okay, all right. Sorry, yeah, we'll move, we'll move on for that. That's we'll cool. That. Um, and like there was just sex happening everywhere. Um, and I mean sex in the broad term, like not necessarily penile. Not, not necessarily penile. intercourse, but sex. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, there was like a group of ten people, like I don't know, on top of each other in the living room. Huh. Yeah, maybe on ten, maybe like five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, and, then, like, and then I'm you trying like, to picture, like, how is that, like, okay, all right, I can see how that could... Yeah. yeah and, everybody's uh, just, like, doing something to somebody else. And everybody's yeah. Got, everybody's got a job to do. Everybody's yeah. getting their fill. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you... I mean, and also, we say, you know, voyeurism is participation, too. So you can be watching, and that's fine. That's, you know, in my experience... Um, you can, whatever your comfort level is, is totally fine. Now, that's not, I've heard that if you go to, like, a swinger club, that's not necessarily the case. Like, you, you I guess You're expected people, to participate. Well, people, I don't, I, I can't say. I, I don't know. I've never been to a swingers club. Okay. So, I don't know what it's like. Um, but I hear that there's a, it's a little bit more judgy. Okay. Um... In terms of like who you can and cannot play with, like like man on man action, male 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 action is not uh, generally it's looked down upon in swingers clubs. Um, so so swingers clubs are like a conservative, uh, like judgmental version of an orgy. They're like the pretentious. It's like a pretentious orgy. So swingers <laughs> generally mean you have two couples, right? And the you switch. Like, you swap like, oh, my wife for your wife. Right, uh, right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's usually like male-female interaction or female-female interaction. But what I hear is it's rarely male-male interaction as well. So like bisexual men are looked down upon. Oh, mm-hmm. that's too bad. Yeah. So. Hmm. Um, so well, fuck this them. Party. Fuck swingers. <laughs> right, we're talking about origins. Right. Um, so this party... Um, yeah, and I so I left and I was like, holy fuck, never doing that again. Because I had just been like, it was a really intense experience. Um, like, you know that intensity that you get when you sleep with somebody and like it's intimate and it's vulnerable and it's you've got this connection with somebody. Imagine that. With, like, 20 other people in the room who are doing the same thing. Like, the energy level in that room is so high. It's crazy. Um, you almost have, like, a hangover from it? Yeah. Like, not the next day, but, like, but like the rest of the night, you're just sort of, like, in this post-orgy high. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's like at the end of like a, it's, 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 
sounds to me like a really because I mean I've, not, I've never had a sexual experience that intense. It was more than one person ever, but uh, like I can ima- like I can liken that to like an intense like drug experience, like a psychedelic yeah. experience where you like you go through this one intense like state, yeah. and then like afterward you're kind of like oh my god. You're just kind of like reeling and you're kind of, you know, thinking about what yeah. happened there. You're yeah. Kind of, you know, you're kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I came home from work the other day. It was like midnight, like one o'clock in the morning. And there had been a sex party in my house. And I walked in and first of all, it smelled like sex and sweat. <laughs> um, but everybody was like, hey, man, you know, um, like totally post-coitus. There was also some marijuana going on, but um, yeah. So when did that ha- when did that happen? On Friday. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So wait, so you okay? Did you feel like left out? Did you like get home? You're like, oh man, you guys are already done with this shit. Well, like, I fuck? mean, I was at work. I like I couldn't go. Yeah. Um, did I feel left out? No, because I I don't yeah. know. Um, let me tell you, it, I, I, I wasn't... No, here's why I didn't feel left out. Because I had worked 12 and a half hours that day. And I, all I wanted to do was come home and go to bed. And there was five people naked in my bed when I came home. Uh, so I had a drink and then kicked them out and went to bed. Um, so, no, I didn't feel left out. I was, I was just sort of... I was tired. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... Okay, so so uh, take take me a little bit from uh, your first your first orgy there to the nonchalance <laughs> of coming home to like oh there's just you know there's five naked people in bed so come on I want to fucking go to I just got home from work like you come on really it's like all right I'll have a drink and then you guys gotta go you guys you guys it's have so 15 funny. more minutes in here and then you gotta go all right I'm tired you know? it's like, funny because I remember. You know, my first orgy and being like, oh my God, what the, you know, and I'd come to work the, on Monday morning and people were like, how's your weekend? I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's cool. I went, I went to a party, you know. It's kind of low key, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, all the way being like, get the fuck out of my bed, guys. Come on, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's over a span of what, six years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after that first orgy, I was like, never doing it again. Uh, and I was removed for it from, for about a year. Um, I sort of, I knew the goings on about, so, um, yeah, I knew the goings on about, you know, people having parties, whatever, but I wasn't really interested and I was dating this guy at the time and I said to him, you know, I, I've been to an orgy once. Uh, and then we were in monogamous. Correct. We were in a monogamous relationship and, um, so we started going casually, like very tentatively. Um, we'd go and we'd only play with each other. Um, and then we'd go and we'd maybe watch somebody else, or, you know. Um, and slowly, like you have to be really careful. You have to be really um, sensitive to your own needs and desires and wants um going you can't just like jump or i would not recommend just jumping into an orgy um and so i sort of got more involved with it over the years and the more you go the less exciting it becomes it's it's like a now you know now it's like a regular whatever party um but yeah in the beginning it's like i mean 
It's like anything you get, you get desensitized to it, I guess. I mean, it's still fun. It's still great. It's still, you know, exciting and it's still, I still enjoy doing it, but, um, I don't get that giggly feeling when somebody asks me, what did I do this weekend? Because then I'm just like, ah, I just went to an orgy. Like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) I straight up tell people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so have you like lost count of like how many orgies you've been to? I don't think I ever did count, but right, I mean, right. yeah, I've been doing this for like six years, yeah. so yeah. yeah so like a hundred? No, probably less than that. Okay. Uh, Let's say like, so they happen, when I was like really into it, they would happen once a month or so. Okay. Is it generally like the same people or are you kind of getting like some, some of the same people, some new people? Are there, like, different people organizing them? Is it, like... Well, um... Is this, like, a community that, like, the deeper you get into it, the more, like, you like... Um... You could be very vague. Yeah. Um, it's... So, it's, like, friends of friends. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, sometimes they're new people, because uh, people bring people along, you know. Right. Um, so, there's always people that you know, and then always some new people. Okay. You know. Okay, well, well, right, what's what's like what's like the be- what's like the best experience you've had at uh, one of those? Like, I, I guess the best is a that's 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 a shitty qualification. Um, like, what's the what was like the most interesting or most exciting experience like you've had at one of these things? You, you don't have to like you don't have to go. You don't have to go into um, so any I so I have been away. I was living in New Jersey for a while, um, and I'd come back because I heard that there was a theme, like a game themed party. Sometimes you know we have themes, mm-hmm. um, and it was like things you used to play in high school, like so, like Jenga or Twister. You know, um, that actually has nothing to do with the sex part of it. <laughs> um, so. And my ex-boyfriend had been dating this new girl. It would be really funny if this was all going to like, and we just had the best game of Connect Four <laughs> I have ever had in my life. It's like, fuck this. The sex was okay. <laughs> but this game of Connect Four was so fucking intense. I can't even tell you. Sorry, um, <laughs> no, it's cool. So uh, my my ex-boyfriend was there. His, girlf- his new girlfriend was there. Uh, and then there was this other guy that I had uh, seen at other parties before, but we weren't really friends. Well, we had some intense games of words with friends over the years. But yeah. We weren't like friends in real life. Um, like literal games of words with friends. This is like, no, no, like, no, like, like a toy figure of speech. <laughs> right. Um, so I had a. Th- threesome with my ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend that was really great um and then this guy came up to me and uh he had heard that i liked pegging uh pegging Mm -hmm. is when i guess it has to be a girl i don't know it's it's when a guy gets fucked in the ass with With a a strap on a dildo, yeah. Oh, it, it doesn't have to be a strap. I, I thought pegging was like, I, I thought of pegging as it had to be like a strap on, like he's getting... So not a real penis, probably. It's just the... Yeah, because then that's just getting fucked in the ass by another guy. Right. 
right? And then, but could but could you be pegged by a guy? Like I guess. Could you? I guess you could, and that's like that. That's like the beauty of already having like a real dick, because when you put on a strap on, it's just like a second dick, you know. So you could be, you could be. You could the be Wikipedia get... definition is a woman pegging a man doggy style. Wait, hold on, go back. Pegging is a sexual practice in which a woman performs anal sex on a man by penetrating the man's man's anus with a strap on dildo. The practice may also involve stimulating the male genitalia. There you go. If she's generous. If yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, uh, so okay. So he heard that you were into pegging. Yeah, and um, but I I only did it once before, and uh, <laughs> That's funny. Hey, I heard you're really into pegging. Like <laughs> I guess, like sure. Well, I I had been like actually my first pegging experience was fucking amazing. It was yeah. Really great. What, what, why? In what way? Um. It was really intimate. It was really vulnerable um, because it was his experience, first experience too. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was really vulnerable, you know, and, and it, was, it felt really great to be able to um, provide pleasure to this person that I really cared about. Um, In in a positive way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, it's just, that's very that's very like PC of you. Like, no, I mean it was like really no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I felt really honored that he asked me to do this, and yeah. I felt like it was just that was actually really one of the best sexual experiences I've ever had in my life. Mm. Actually, um, so anyways, this guy's like, I heard you like pegging. I was like, yeah. So then I pegged him, and that was really cool. Uh, it was not as intimate and like soft as my first experience. Actually, this was like way. He was like, you can you can go harder. And I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, totally. So I was like, I fucked this guy. Yeah. Um, and. Thank you for asking these questions because I totally forgot about this experience. Oh, well, great. I'm, I'm glad to uh, help um, you relive that. Yeah. And so it it was really awesome. It was like a different side of pegging that I'd seen. Because here's the other thing is that as women, we don't... I will speak for myself. I don't have a lot of experience fucking people. Yep. Like I... You, I'm usually the one getting fucked. You, you get fucked, and the um, yeah, I, I heard I heard uh, something recently that was saying like I was uh, the guy was talking about how like the world would be a better place if more men took it in the ass. I absolutely agree. I really do. Because as men, we're we're used to pleasure happening outside of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the penis is protruding from our body, sure. and we and we poke it into orifices to get our pleasure you know what i'm saying whereas like it's it's the pleasure isn't really happening like inside yeah you know what i mean and even like uh i mean even you know even uh without like pleasure even just like giving oral sex or like uh or anything else it's like it's always happening like outside it's always Mm -hmm, like being mm -hmm. protruded outward Mm -hmm. whereas like having the pleasure happen inside and also like trusting somebody um to do that yeah and have and like being uh like you were saying like Opening yourself up to that level of vulnerability. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah. I no, I absolutely agree. Um, I f- forgot what I was talking about. 
Um, so you had one experience that was, you know, it was more gentle, more intimate. One that was uh, more rough. You're like really giving it to him. Oh, I was talking about fucking. Oh, oh, right. So as women, we don't, we don't get to fuck very often. Yeah. Um. And that was a very interesting power dynamic. Um, I'm gonna get serious for a second here. Um, that. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so I felt really great about the fact that I could, in essence, fuck somebody in a way, in in a positive way, because that's not... Oh. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um... As the person who's doing the fucking, you have to be very sensitive about how the other person is feeling, um, physically and emotionally. Um, and I think sometimes men forget about that. Um, and so, and I know for me in my own personal experience, that hasn't always been the case. Like um, the people who have, who I've had sex with have not always been super um, emotionally there for me, supportive um, and sensitive to me. In the act of sex. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I was really, it felt really good to be able to give this experience to somebody and know that, I could be there for them in whatever capacity he needed. Um, And so I felt like I was giving a little positivity in the world. Just one peg at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I I, I totally, I totally get what you mean. And I I think, and I think that's like, uh, you know, back to like the world would be a better place if more guys took it in the ass. Absolutely. Because then we would understand that. Absolutely. We would understand that like, yeah, it's, it's very, it's fucking intrusive to have a thing go inside of your body. That's true. You know what I mean? And it can it can be lovely and pleasurable and it can be amazing, but like if you but there's there has to be that trust. There's got to yeah. be that trust there. And I think like um yeah, and I think I think especially like in, in like people can get caught up in like the in lust and in wanting to just mm-hmm. blow your load. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's like a, a guy will just like you want you like you want to get your nut off so bad that it's like you actually you're not even really um yeah, you're you're not aware of like how the other person's feeling or what the other person right. wants because you just you just want to get it in. You just got to get that That's, shit in. Yeah. And there's and that's not to say that sex can't, that sex has to be um, loving and sensual and vulnerable. It doesn't have to be any of those things. Right. Well, because, well, like you were saying, it's like some, sometimes like somebody just wants, somebody wants it fucking rough and hard yeah. and dirty, but like, and sometimes, sometimes maybe, you know, maybe you go, to, but it's like, it's, it's being. But you have to be sensitive to that. To, to go how, how hard, you know, how right. hard, how far do you go? And sometimes it's like. Sometimes, like, they want it fucking harder, and you got to be sensitive to that, too, when you fucking give it to them harder. Right, that's yeah. true. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we just, we just fucking found something. Like, that's the nugget right there. Right, but I mean, that, and that's, like, the communication part of it. Yeah. And, and I think, like, and yeah, it's, it's so easy to get caught up, like, in your own mind and in your own design, and also, like, in your own insecurities, too. I mean, like, 
I think um, I, I think another thing, uh, you know, besides just like being selfish and wanting to blow your load, that then uh, also gets in our way in terms of being sensitive to a woman when we're having sex is like is our own insecurities mm. and it's like we're we're caught up in thinking like am i do it like am i doing mm. this right am, am i am i okay when it's like it, 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 we turn it too much inwardly when it's like it should be outwardly and it's about like it's about the response and then like if you actually just i feel like if you focus on the other person then then you're just going to start doing like you're going to be doing it right because you're focusing on what they need and what they want and you do something and they respond to it and how they respond to it, uh, you know, dictates the next thing that you do. And then, ne- you know what I mean? You just, mm. eh, but yeah. I Does also want to, yeah, absolutely. I also want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? St- stress? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So you want to stress, you want to stress the importance of, um, verbal communication and I you know when you first learn how to do verbal communication uh in the bedroom it's hard it's awkward um but there's no better way to to know what your partner wants other than asking them um and you can do it in a sexy way like hey baby what do you what do you want me to do next or you know whatever there's a million ways um I'm so I'm the worst at that. That's the part where I like verbally. I'm just, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm yeah, like yeah, bad yeah. at communicating, yeah, yeah. but I'm bad. I'm bad at communicating in a sexy way. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. I'm, I'm so, fucking terrible. I can't be. I'm so and, bad at speaking sexually. But let me tell way. you. <laughs> but honestly, like, I don't as a as a girl. I don't as a woman. I don't care how you ask, as long as you ask. Like that to me. Consent is so sexy. It is so, like, it, talk about trust. Like, it makes me want to trust you when you ask about things that I want. It, about when you verbalize what you want, what you don't want. Um, because that he, helps you trust them, too. Because absolutely. then you say, oh, man, I... I'm aware of your intentions. You're being clear and honest with me. And if if you can feel that they're not, mm. then you're not going to trust them as much because yeah. it's like I, I don't know where you're coming from. Yeah. So how am I supposed to trust you right. if I can't clearly see or you're not vocalizing where you're coming from? Yeah. And there's there's two things here that like the first one is when you ask somebody like, "Hey, are you okay?" listen to the answer like it's it's not enough just to ask you've got to actually listen to the, wait and listen for the answer like somebody came up to me once and I was at a party uh, uh, an orgy and she was like hey can I touch you and then put her hand on my breast and I was like where where did my I, I hadn't even had time to respond and honestly I didn't want her to touch me uh and so I, that made me feel really uncomfortable so Asking is great, but you also have to listen. And, and listen to... And I think listening also means like when somebody... If somebody says, are you okay? And they say yes. Mm. Like fucking listen to the way that they say it. Like don't like fucking... I think I think that's like a, a I think that's a, a common disconnect between men and women too mm. is that women speaks like... I don't think women speak as directly mm. with their language. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That and mm. maybe and maybe men don't either. But like, if somebody says, "Yeah, yeah, I'm okay," and then they're, "Well, she said she's okay," yeah. it's like, "Yeah, but she fucking 
You know, and she's like cowering away and said it with a quiver in the voice. Like she's probably not actually okay. And you yeah. know that deep down that she's not. And then your mind's, Dad, she said she's okay. I'm yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And then actually, that was actually exactly the second thing that I wanted to say was that um, I, was, I was sleeping with somebody else uh, the other day. And he, it was the first time that we'd slept together. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked me if he could take my underwear off. And I was like, yeah, okay. And he took it off. And I like had this, it was very slight, this, like slight, tension and he stopped and he was like are are you okay and i was like holy shit like that is how you know that this person is trustworthy like he looks he listens he's present absolutely he's very present his awareness is on you and he feels like he feels that and then addresses it right there yeah yeah and it's okay to stop what you're doing and ask, you know, um, I think a lot of the time it's for both men and women, there's a fear that like, oh, well, I don't want to stop, you know, the the sexy times that we're having because it's going to be awkward. Oh, this feels like it's going somewhere. And if Fucking, we see yeah, yeah. Your, your um, comfort is so important. Like, why are you doing this if it's, if it's not good for you? And... That is so much easier said than done. It has taken me years, like my entire sexual life to realize that that's like, why are you doing it if you're not comfortable? Um, right. I think that's, that's so important. I think like a lot of times it's, it's probably because it feels like it's something that we're supposed to do. Mm. Like you're supposed to do this or you're supposed, or like, oh, this is the, what this person wants from me. Or it's like, this is what's expected of me, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of, I, I don't know about, I'm going to speak for myself, sure. but uh, I, you know, I always felt like, well, he wants it, so, you know, I'll be just uncomfortable for the, for 15 minutes, whatever, and, and he'll get off and everything's fine. You know, I, I, I think, I think, I look at myself, you know, I think about myself when I was like 17 or 18 and, and thinking those things, or even like 20 and 22 and thinking those things. And I just want to like hold myself and be like, don't, please, like you deserve better than that. Um, and like, it's not, it's not always about him. Um, and I, I read an article actually exactly about this the other day. Um, and it really, it was, it was a super long article. Anyways, it was, it was a really good article. I wish I'll, I'll look it up later. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, but don't you feel great that you've realized that? And that, oh, yeah. like, and, and, when, and when... I'm still working on it. I'm still not great at... Well, to, I mean, totally. I mean, the, yeah. first, the first step of, it, like, changing any, like, habit or, like, way of thinking is, yeah. like, awareness. Yeah. Like, being aware of it. And then, like, over time, you become better at being aware of it when it happens. And then you become so aware that you can change it in the moment. And right. you can, like, not give into those thoughts or feelings or whatever um but i think like i think a lot of people go through their entire lives Mm. thinking that way and never have that realization that you've had do you think do you think um like going to orgies and exploring your sexuality like um 
casting a wide net of your sexual exploration, so to speak, like has helped you uh, become more in touch with that? Or so, yeah. Um, so going to orgies, one of the things that I love about that ex- those experiences is that I get to be exposed to like absolutely every kind of sexuality, every kind of person, every kind of relationship. Uh, it's a lot for me going to these orgies is as much about education as it is sex. Yeah. Actually, maybe even more than sex. Um, it's very academic of me. I know. Uh, and so I, the first time that I heard the word boundaries was when I started to go to orgies. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but holy shit, like, before I, you know, started going to orgies, I had, like, I knew that I could say no, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know when to, I didn't know, I just, I don't know, I, I didn't know how to do it. And so when I started, when I learned about this, this word, boundaries, um, it B-word. fucking, it changed my world, um, and I'm still working on, like, where my boundaries are. Because it changes with every person. It changes with, with every experience. It, ch- it changes it, over your lifetime. It changes over your lifetime and just day to day. Like, today, I like, you can be like, I, I don't know. I, I feel nervous today, you know. Or I feel really great. I feel really excited. You know, and that'll change the way that you feel about somebody. Or the way that you feel about your own sexuality and being with somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that makes total sense. And that that's like, that, I'm like, I'm like really into like the concept of like mindfulness and you can apply that to really anything. And mm-hmm. that's just like being mindful Absolutely. of your emotions and like how you feel today or how you feel right now, how you feel going into this sexual experience. Uh, you, if you can, yeah, like you're just being aware of that, then you're, oh, okay, this is how I feel. I'm not comfortable with doing this. Right. So I'm not going to go do that. Well, those are two separate things, is understanding you don't feel comfortable comfortable with it and also feeling comfortable saying no to that. Um, those are two very separate things. And they both take time, right? But like you said earlier, it's, you know, sort of walking out of your house, seeing the ditch, falling into the ditch, and then eventually you'll see the ditch, walk around the ditch. Maybe you'll fall backwards into the ditch. <laughs> And then one day you'll walk out of your house, you'll walk around the ditch, and you'll keep going forward, right? So it's it's a learning process, just like anything else. Yeah, that's a beautiful analogy too. I was I like want to add on to it, but it's like it's it's that's, very poignant. Thank very you, good. my ther- my therapist gave me that. Analogy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, actually, because exactly we were talking about exactly this thing is is um, creating boundaries and then not following them and then learning how to follow them. So do you, are you, like, in terms, of, in terms of orgies and sex parties, is that just, like, something that you always want to do? Or is that, like, something that, like, is just, like, a part of your life until, like, I, I do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. I don't think, there, I don't think, I, I'm, not, I'm not asking you that, like, from, like, a judgmental sure. uh, perspective. I'm just, I'm just, like, just, just for you, like, for what you see in your life. Is it, like, um... And this is the weird, the fucking, the only, the only thing I have to like 
compare this to like in my own experience is like taking psychedelic drugs mm-hmm. because I feel like like you can you can uh, take certain like mind altering drugs and they're gonna they're gonna show you a new way of thinking but you don't necessarily want to be exi- you don't want to be in that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mindset all the time or that often and eventually like you get what you needed from them you learned enough about your mind and yourself that then like you're kind of done and like every once in a while like oh, i'd like to have some fun i could do that again like yeah oh, fuck it yeah I, yeah that's actually a very good analogy um because at some point in my life i was so into this i was like i was doing it all the time i was having sex all the time with one person two people a million people um and it's sort of it's grown into this like I do it once in a while maybe I'm not um for me actually it it's become more of a social circle um than it has people that I have sex with right um like some like some people get together on a Friday night and they rent a movie and everybody everybody cuddles up in the living room and we watch a movie it's like oh yeah you you know you and your friends just you hang out and like some people are going to get naked. Somebody's going to get jerked off. And then like, yeah. it'll be, it, and then the end of the night, everybody goes home and they're pretty happy and it's a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more fun than that. It's a little it's like there's, there's parties and there's alcohol and there's, uh, there's sometimes there's drugs and there's fun and games and <laughs> yeah. It's just like whatever, whatever. The yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a party. So yeah. people are fucking. Yeah. Cool. Or not. Yeah, or yeah. they're just watching other people fuck too. That- you can do whatever the fuck you want. And it is so non-judgmental. It's, um, it's really great. That, yeah, that is. That was like one thing that kind of blew my mind the first time you had told me like like anything about like the schematics of an orgy. is like uh, the fact that it's totally acceptable to go and just watch people fuck. Yeah. And like you don't have to like, you know, participate. You can just go and watch. That to me is like that to me I, I almost don't believe like I'm not saying I don't believe you, mm. but in my own like things like I almost don't believe that in a way. It's like I can't understand how that's real as as a man. Because I feel like as a man you're fucking it's like I have to try really hard, like, not to be creepy. I'm not, like, a creepy... I'm not a fucking creepy guy. Like, I'm pretty fucking... No, you know what I mean? I'm not, not, right. I'm not a creepy person, but I still feel like I have to put an effort in the world to not be creepy to women, where it's, like, how how do I go to an orgy and watch, like... How do I go to an orgy and watch one girl so, eating out another girl and not be creepy about it? Um, yeah, I mean, you have to be respectful. That's, right, right. And, and these are conversations that happen, you know? And these are conversations that you can... Can, can I go up and say, do you mind if I just... Watch you guys. Is that? That's the, yo. That's exactly what it. It's like communication, right? And it's exactly what we were talking about five minutes ago, which is just ask, you know. Uh, and yeah, like you don't want to hover over them and like jerk off while they whatever while they're doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like give them directions. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Um, you unless they want that, and I mean sometimes that's cool. Um, but yeah, you can just be like, hey, do you guys mind if I watch? And if that's cool, then they'll say yes. And if it's not cool, they'll, you know, they'll talk about maybe what is cool. And, and we always say that there are sort of three ways to ask for what you want. Well, there's three scenarios that can happen. One is you go up to them and be like, hey, I'd love to make out with you right now. Would you like to do that with me? 
And the other person's like, yeah, that's great. You know, enthusiastic consent. Um, the second is, uh, hey, do you want to make out with me? And the other person says, no, thanks. And that period, that's the end of the conversation. You don't get to ask follow-up questions unless something's unclear. But you just say, that's cool, and walk away. And the third is a negotiation. So, hey, do you want to make out with me? You know, I'm not really up for that right now, but maybe we could give each other massages, whatever, right? So there's negotiation happening. Um, so I forget where I was going with that. So that's three. That's, that's sort of my piece on consent. Um, Wait, those are like the, the three interactions you're going to have with somebody when you go up. And right. Yeah. But like that's, that's the sort of education that I needed as a teenager. Like I wish they taught this stuff in school. Well, I guess they do. Well, they don't really teach consent in schools, but they like, well, they, they don't teach it. They don't teach it to that. They always say, Oh, cons- you gotta say, you gotta have consent. And then they right, just and stop that's there. It. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? That's the, there's no real, that's not real world advice. That's fucking ideological yeah. book that you can write that in a book and somebody can read it. And Oh, I get, I get consent. It's like, no, you fuck. That has, yeah. that has no application to the fucking real world. Yeah. It's just, so, Oh, you should be this. And then, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, and then the other piece of it is, and I was talking to my friend about this, uh, is enthusiastic consent. So, it's not just like, yeah, okay, I guess we can do that. It should be enthusiastically, yeah, I want to do that. Uh, and it it avoids the situation of uh, when, let's say you're with somebody and they say, uh, and you say to them like, oh, can I do this? And the other person says, yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I'll, I'll stop you until uh, when it's not okay. And my problem with that is silence is not consent, right? Just because you don't say something doesn't mean that it gives me consent to do whatever it is that I want to do. Um, And I don't want to be in the position where afterwards, you know, they say, I didn't really want to consent to that, but I didn't say anything. And I'm like, well, you know, and then you're sort of stuck. Right. Um, So I'm a, a really big advocate of enthusiastic consent. Um, where and and also and I think the person who is giving or not giving consent has to at that point um, it makes them be pretty aware of what they want. So if I if I'm not enthusiastically being like yeah let's do this, it makes me think about well what's what am I not enthusiastic about? What can I do or not do to to make myself feel better? Right, right. Or maybe you're just saying, ah, I'm not like, like you're saying, like, ah, I'm kind of down for that, but I'm, but I'm like enthusiastic about this. So like mm-hmm. you're saying that in negotiation, like, yeah, I don't know about that, but let's do this. Cause yeah. 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 Cool. Totally. That's, that's my piece about consent. Fuck yeah. Um, so like, what's the craziest thing you've seen at one of these? Like, what's the fucking wildest? Or just anything. It doesn't have to be the wildest. Just <laughs> what's it's like. I mean, it's funny because something that something that I may have seen that I don't think is wild, somebody else might have. I don't know. I went to a, a sex club, like an actual club, um, where it's it's a venue for orgies, and that's really fucking cool. Uh, so it's basically this big old warehouse, and they have different rooms. Um, they have like 
a classroom, they have a doctor's office, they have these things called St. Andrew's Crosses, which is like a big X basically, and you can like tie people to it. Yeah. They have a dungeon, they have a stripper pole, they have uh, a, a BDSM room with like a whole bunch of floggers and whips and whatever. Yeah. Uh, they have just regular bedrooms, they have an orgy room, um, and you can basically go and just do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and it's really awesome because I don't know. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like uh, that's like the Disneyland of orgies. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's yeah, I feel like I should do some product placement right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Should I say their name? If you you can if you want to. Mm-hmm. It's that's it's it's up to you. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know enough about this shit to be able to. I don't know. What's... I mean, it's like a public place. I yeah, mean, like say their name then. It's they're they're called Choice, and they're located in Providence, I think. They're in Rhode Island. So. Oh, okay, that makes yeah, pro, that makes sense. That, yeah, Providence. I was thought you were talking about around here. I'm like, where the fuck is this? No, no, a fucking sex club around here. What the no. fuck? That doesn't that doesn't fit. Providence, it fits. Choice, yeah, <laughs> and there's um. Actually, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't know anything about it. I heard, I read uh, about this, um, I'm sure there's plenty of places like this, but in, in New York, there's like this uh, BDSM restaurant and they have, they give you two menus and one menu is food, food and drinks, you know, what, what normal. And the other is just like BD, like just BDSM shit, you know, so you can get, you can get flogged, you can get put in a cage, you know, what, whatever else you want. So it's like, you'll be dining and you just look over and there's a guy like tied yes. to a pole in the corner, just getting flogged in the back, That's you know? So- I've never heard about it, but holy shit, I want to go. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, just a, like a Damn. fucking restaurant. That's amazing. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I've never heard about it, but that's, yeah. You should do that here with, oh, now that Terrence moved down. I know, yeah, we can't. Oh, yeah, I know, we used to have uh, pop-up dinner parties at our apartment. Now I, I could have uh, set up a BDSM dinner. Oh, man, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, we, we could do all kinds of things. We could do like a furry dinner. Everybody comes like, with their costumes. <laughs> And uh, they have dinner, and then afterward, they can use our house for whatever that they need to, and they're furry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Fucking, uh, I'm enlightened. <laughs>